0: You're listening to Love Letter to an Artist, episode five of season three of Musings of an Introverted Black Boy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Musings of an Introverted Black Boy is a weekly short form podcast series dedicated to exploring themes of love, identity, politics, race, social justice, and the 21st century coming of age experience. New episodes will be released every Sunday, and each one will more or less focus on one of these topics. Now, I should be honest with you, there are no other co-hosts. There are no special guests lined up for the weeks to come. This is a very intimate podcast. It's just me and you. But through each week's episode, it is my hope that we together can begin to uncover and embrace the common truths that lie at the heart of our individual experiences. So I hope you'll join in. Hello friends, I hope you all are doing well and aren't missing that hour we all just lost today because of daylight savings time. And as I said last week, spring is upon us, so hopefully the thought of what is to come can help soothe whatever pain we may be feeling because of our loss today. So speaking of last week's episode, for last week's episode, Bridge Over Troubled Water, I talked about and thought through what it could mean and look like for us to choose to invest in friends who are investing in us, and also choose to invest and help those who may not be returning the favor, at least not at the moment. If you haven't checked it out, I encourage you to give it a listen, and if you have yet to rate, review, or subscribe to this series on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, or Stitcher, I, of course, encourage you to do that as well. Now, for this week's episode, I was actually inspired by a question that a friend of mine asked me as a fellow creative artist who's pursuing a personal creative calling while also working a day job for someone else. He asked me the following question, how are you learning to carve out new ways of freedom for yourself in this post-grad life, considering your nursing your creative callings while also working for someone else? This question really struck a chord with me and made me take a step back and truly reflect on it because it reminded me of just how hard it can be to be an artist, a creative, or anyone with any type of personal vision that you desire to see come to fruition and also do a day job that isn't really connected to that vision. It's a tricky thing to navigate and I think Every creative has to learn for themselves how to best fulfill the duties of their day job while also nurturing their creative vision and calling. My initial and most practical answer to this question was that I try to be intentional with my weekend time, whether that means giving myself space to recharge and decompress from the work week or setting goals for what I want to accomplish before it's over. But after typing that answer, I started thinking about two things that I think Those of us who are trying to balance our creative calling with our practical pursuit of financial security through a day job have to deal with. And those two things are burnout and guilt. I think when one is trying to answer creative calling while also working for someone else, burnout is definitely a risk. I also think it's easy to struggle with feelings of guilt when you the work you do for your day job drains you and you can no longer dedicate energy to your creative projects as you originally intended to do. And that's why for me, I've been learning or relearning the importance of being kind to myself, of giving myself space to do things at a slower pace than I originally intended to do them. For example, on those days when I'm drained and can't work on a book chapter that I plan to finish, I'm learning how to be at peace with that. As individuals who are compelled to answer these creative callings, I think it's easy for us to imbue everything and every moment with an undue sense of urgency, with a misguided sense that we, if we're not birthing our vision into the world as soon as possible, it's not going to have the same impact. But I've come to realize that part of carving out new ways of freedom for ourselves, as my friend put it, amidst all of our other obligations, part of that is recognizing that taking time to birth a vision is not only okay, it's fruitful, it produces a better outcome. Whether it's writing a book chapter or a script or painting a painting or recording an album or crafting a business plan, it doesn't matter. Time isn't our enemy. More often than not, time is our saving grace. It's the thing that turns a seed of an idea into a fruit-bearing tree. It's the thing that transforms us and prepares us to be everything we need to be for the things we are trying to birth into the world. You know... I realize that we are often led to believe that if we're not doing something to answer our creative callings at all time, we're somehow behind or inadequate. But that could not be further from the truth. We need to rest. We need to recharge. And I would say that embracing that truth has been liberating for me. It's giving me the freedom to be kind to myself when I take five days to write one chapter when I originally intended to only take two. It's gifted me with the space to breathe and enjoy life without always feeling guilty when I'm not working on my creative projects. Ultimately, I think 21st century post-grad life, life after college, can cultivate this false internal belief that we have to be on the grind all the time, always working to build our career or our brand. Due to social media and other factors, I'm sure, it can feel like everyone around us is on the grind all the time. Everyone is always doing something to advance themselves and their interests, except us. And that can make us feel like we're always behind, and that we have to work to catch up and do better. But I want to say right now, to all of us who may be feeling this pressure, especially those of us who are creatives and artists, that while we should, of course, have goals and action plans It's also okay to have those days when we do nothing or sleep that extra hour. We don't have to constantly be producing content and creative products and showing receipts of our work in order to be considered legitimate and valuable and worthy of our title of writer or singer or dancer or whatever it is we happen to call ourselves. Despite what we may, may be led to believe, that's not how it works. Our creative calling is ours. It belongs to us and it will always be there. It's never going to leave us. It will always be ours to hold, to cherish, and to fulfill. After all, it really is ours. Nothing we do or don't do, rather, can ever take it away from us. So to all of you who are out there who are trying to pursue a creative dream while also also managing a day job or other energy depleting responsibilities that pull you away from your creativity and your art, I want you to know that I see you. And you are not alone. And despite how you may be feeling right now, you are valuable and you are worthy of your title. You are worthy of the vision that you are laboring to bring into the world. And when that vision comes to fruition, you will be worthy of the fruit that it bears. So keep going. You're doing just fine. We are doing just fine. Thank you all so much for listening. That's all I have for this week. I hope you all have an amazing week and I will see you next time. This is Musings of an Introverted Black Boy hosted by Marcus Granderson. If you're interested in getting updates on the podcast or learning more about my upcoming book, Timestamp Musings of an Introverted Black Boy, feel free to like my official Facebook page or follow me on Instagram at Marcus Granderson. And please remember that whatever you do in life, do it with love because love never fails. See you next time.